One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome to Securian Secure, hosted by me, Johnny Seifert. This is the Celebrity Mental Health Podcast, where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same mantra as me, then before we get to today's guest, whether you're watching or listening, please subscribe to Securian Secure. Click that bell button, click that subscribe button, leave a five-star rating and a review, and let's keep spreading the word, it's okay to not be okay. Now, let me tell you about my guest today. My guest today was on the first season of The Traitors UK, where she was the standout star getting to the quarter final of the show. And with her new book, The Traitors, the new interactive game book out to buy now, and a new series of The Traitors UK on the way, I'm delighted to welcome Tusikiniska. It's Amanda Lovett. Hello, Amanda. Hello, Johnny, and thank you for having me on here. Um, I'm really excited. Oh, well, I'm excited to have you because out of the 22 contestants, you were the standout star of the show during the filming after the filming, and then over the past year, if anyone thinks about the traitors, they think of you. And I don't know how you've managed to do it, but you've done it. Well, thank you. I mean, I just loved, you know, the amount of thanks I've had for being on there, but I loved that I was a part of something that everybody else loved and enjoyed, you know, and it brought families, friends, everyone back together to watch TV again, which I think we needed at the time. Absolutely. And I think what we're going to do is look at some of those mental health angles associated with the show. And the most important thing is just, you know, coming out of COVID for like two, three years, and then actually meeting people that aren't in our little bubbles, and I'm talking about a social bubble, and actually just meeting those people you wouldn't normally associate yourself with, and going, look, we can be friends. We are very different, but we can be friends. And I think that's what the Trojans really did at that time and place, to go, look, let's all just be friends. How did you find that experience post-COVID, actually, or just meeting brand new people like that? Well, one of the things that's always intrigued me, because I've been three girls, obviously Love Island has been in my lounge for the last how many years since it started you know and I always used to think and a lot of these reality tv shows I used to think can people really form alliances and relationships that quickly being 54 at the time two divorces under my wings you know I'm sort of a hardened lady I thought surely you can't just you know form friendships that quickly so that was one of the things that intrigued me to sort of apply for it as well it's true when your outside world is taken away from you you really do go through that 
all those emotions together and, and people do become your alliance as your family almost you know you open up you start opening up to each other well it's an interesting thing because i've done a lot of tv in the past as well and you're in this little bubble where the only thing you've all got in common is being on this tv production and when you are a contestant on a show and you've got the production need but the production do their own thing and yes you share the same space it might be for example in the castle you're staying in there are rooms like an almost green room where the crew would be having a nando's takeaway and you're sitting there as well and you're kind of all in this together but you're kind of not and so the only people you can rely on are your fellow contestants otherwise you've got no contact with the outside world and you're a bit like well I don't really know who I am I'm almost like a little fish in a massive fish tank yeah absolutely as you said it's the common denominator isn't it we're all in it together although we play different parts we're all experiencing the same journey at the Mm. same time so that does bond you absolutely you mentioned about you've been divorced twice if it's okay to touch on that of you know having that rejection how did you find them meeting new people? Because you've had to obviously over that time build up some resilience in yourself to go, I can be loved and I've got love to give and therefore people should accept me, but also going, I don't want to get too close because I now know what's happened in the past. Well, to be honest, Johnny, I never had much confidence in school. I was one of these girls. I had quite a tough upbringing myself and my sister. Um, my mum was a functioning alcoholic. She's gone now and I, I love her to the moon and back. But that's the sort of thing we the background we grew up in so until I became sort of I would say seven eight nine I didn't realize that every mother wasn't the same the children used to go home and have their tea for them made and things like that and their mum got up and dressed them for school whereas we you know used to have to do it ourselves you know we had lifts to school you know etc so when I got to comprehensive school I never really you know you have the poplars I had beautiful friends and things but I never felt worthy of fitting in anywhere so you know going to university I knew it would never be an option for me that I'd have to get out and get a job and so I never never sort of felt confident until I had I would say my first three children in my first marriage my first three children of course you become the lioness don't you you have cubs to protect and and that makes you speak up in life it makes you talk out and things so over the years as you said with the two divorces you know the, the second marriage wasn't very good I am back with my first husband by the way so true love does does tend to pull you, keep you together. Uh, we were just very young. So I've had to really find myself, feel that I have the confidence to belong where I do, you know, and in life and, and yeah, and go for it. And to go in the castle and meet all these strangers, I felt confident to do that. Well, and I embraced it because I've been in sales for 30 years, love meeting people, love finding out about different walks of life you have to work on yourself because especially today I think society is very much I mean 40 years ago I never had the fashionable clothes I always had these sort of the market copies six months later when they come out and you know which was was okay because that's what I lived with but it's more important now than ever that people feel that they have to fit this certain criteria, especially young girls growing up and young boys. My lads are like in their 30s now, but my twins are 18 and and I've seen massive changes as a generation has 
gone on that became so materialistic at one point. That's hard that society, you feel you have to fit into that to belong. But it's really, it's you, it's your heart, it's your soul that you are, not what you portray on the outside. So it's finding that within yourself. When you go back to your first husband, what were the lessons you brought back to him that time round versus the first time round? After going through another marriage as well and having to build up that resilience, that word again, to go back to him and go, look, I've got this new version of love to give. I've got these lessons that I've now learned about myself so that this relationship can be successful the second time round. Um, I think we both learned. We were, we were very young and I'm from a little sort of valley in, in the Swansea Valleys. And I had my first child when I was 23. By the time I was 23, he worked very hard. He worked away. He was building his business up. He always thought that I should be the mum at home. And because of my childhood, I wanted to explore myself. I wanted a career. I wanted more for myself. I mean, I didn't want to be the stay home mum. I wanted to go to work. And and that's where we sort of differed a bit. I think I had to grow into myself and into the world. And he had to grow to accept a strong woman like that. We always stayed in close contact. We were always best friends. Through everything we went through, he had a son with someone else. I had twin girls with someone else. We always stayed very good friends. And... Um, yeah, we sort of didn't, it wasn't a thing of, okay, we've reached where we are in life now, we're just going to get back together. It it was a gradual, um, as my grandfather always used to say, we start as a little stream at the top of the mountain, and it doesn't matter what rocks and crevices we have to go around, that river's going to flow down and you're going to get to your destination. I think we both just reached the sea together. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Being aged between 20 and 23, having three children at a time when you're trying to find out your own identity, like you said, you didn't go to university, but a lot of your friends did. How did you find growing up in your early 20s to kind of go, look, this is the Amanda that I found and that I love, and this is my identity that I want to put out there? Because a lot of people will be going to university at that time, having their first experiences, and you didn't get that because you were busy rearing a load of children. I left being a mum at that time but I knew I just had more to give I wasn't gonna just be the stay-at-home mum on the PTA it, it wasn't enough for me I wanted to explore life I hadn't explored life I needed to get to that point to grow to believe in myself that I could achieve things that I could do well in things so yeah it was you know I used to see them all going off and and, and enjoying their life I remember someone saying to me once I had a conversation with that person and, and it, it doesn't become about you anymore life doesn't become about you it becomes about when you talk to people you automatically talk about your family so you, you know it isn't how's Amanda how is Amanda doing it's about well how are the kids how are you doing this have you sorted the costumes out everything your world becomes around them and which is beautiful but you have to you have to stay true to yourself in that and I think I just wanted people to come up and sort of say to me hi how are you how are you doing and I remember the moment when that happened somebody actually came to me and said oh how are you I haven't seen you for ages and I said oh yes I'm great the kids are doing this the kids are doing that you know Justin is doing this who's my husband and the person turned around and said no how are you doing? And I remember stepping back and thinking, yeah, that's what it's about. How am I doing? Then I knew I had to sort of start work and, and you feel guilty. You know, I felt guilty for leaving the children. Should I be a home mum? You know, are they going to lose out if I go to work? Because my mum wasn't sort of there for me, but you learn to combine the two. And I'm, and I think, you know, I'm very blessed with them all. They've all grown up really well. So I think I taught them both ends of the scale. And having a blended family, so two parents and having two other parents on either side and having six children, three from the birth marriage or the, the first marriage and then your yeah. two and, and the other one, bringing that together as a blended family, how did you adapt her life as a family of eight? And what were the lessons? So for those who are watching or listening, who are going through that, because a lot of people will be watching or listening, who'll be in their early 20s or mid 20s, settling down now, getting married, but also a lot of them will be going through a divorce because we know that everything's a lot quicker now. And they might have children yeah. in a previous relationship and still having to find out who they are and then bringing that together. So what were the hardships and the lessons you learned in bringing that family together as one? And have you actually achieved it that you are seen as a family of eight or is there still a lot of tension there? No, we haven't got any tension. Um, I've got, because obviously the five children of mine, so I have a stepson. So Justin has four and he is the step twin. I think it's about acceptance. I think a lot of 
adults in relationships that haven't worked out carry their baggage through the children and I think you have to step back and you have to realize it's us that didn't work out and we didn't work out for a reason it's nothing to do with the children um, and we have to be there for the children because there is nothing worse than any child seeing a mum and dad at war questions like well or running the other parent down it's not the child's fault that relationship has not worked out it's between the adults and you have to bear that in mind you know it was a bit difficult in, in the beginning when Sunday lunches when I cooked Sunday lunch you know they were all um fighting over the parsnips if there wasn't enough parsnips and it was like I'm your favorite child I'm your child or you know it was a bit like that but now yeah they've learned to share the parsnips now Johnny we all yeah we get we do get on I mean <laughs> <laughs> the older ones, they've got their own families now. So, um, yeah, I'm a grandparent now of, of six as well, which includes a step-grandchild. So, and, you know, she, we, we we take her on board as uh, as ours. You know, she she's no different. So... Is that easy to do, though, from a child perspective? And if, I think it's quite interesting that, obviously, you've got children who are grown up now who can look at it from the other side. But when they are still just children, is it easy for them to kind of go, look, this is unconditional love, no matter if I'm a stepchild, a half-child, a full child. And yes, there's six of us, but look, I've got two younger sisters and we are, I'm 31, one sister's 29, one's 26. And we still play the game of, well, I'm the favourite child. Mum, who's your favourite child? Yeah. And I even, it was my birthday yeah. the other week and I still, and my mum put a Facebook post up and said, happy birthday to my son. And I changed it to happy birthday to my favourite child. Like I still play that game, even though I'm 31 years old, but from a child's perspective to kind of go, look, I may not be blood related, but I am as equal as the other three that are your core family of five. And also there is conditional love throughout from a sibling's perspective as well. It's not us versus them. It is difficult. I mean, I was a stepchild. My dad passed away when I was 10 and my mum remarried. And um, I personally never felt, I always felt disconnected. A little bit you know he was he was a great stepfather where he would uh, be involved in our lives but it wasn't the pug or um the conversations I would have had with a dad so he was he was a very good man and he looked after us but that I know there wasn't that bond from him I felt with us it must be difficult from a child's point of view but I do think it's about the parents and it's, it's our responsibility as, as step-grandparents, as step-parents, to include them, to mm. show them that love. I mean, we always have. I always have. My eldest is, well, both boys are 34. They're not twins, but they're very close at the moment. And then she's 32, and then the twins. So, of course, I, I know, I always get, you know, who's your favourite mum? I still get that, like you, you know? This is from your favourite son, or this is from your favourite daughter. And the twins are very much, I'm a favourite, and... I get all these little gifts and I always say to them, and I think as a parent, you do love them in different ways. I'm going to say that. So there's not any favourites, but you do love them in different ways. But you always keep, you've got to keep it amicable. I think with a first child, nobody prepares you to be a parent. However many books you read, anything. And I told this to my eldest three, no one prepares you to be a parent um, as a woman going through birth no one can prepare you for that and I think it, it is that feeling of an unconditional love 
for the majority of people. Mm. You know, it's an unconditional love. And I just think with your first, because it brings you into that world of loving another human being unconditionally, then I wouldn't say your eldest is your favourite because I got the other four and my steps and listening probably to this when it comes out. And, um, you know, I just won't have any birthday or Christmas presents ever again. So <laughs> I'm saying... I'm, I'm just saying that it's, um yeah, it's a little special moment when you first is born. Oh, I love it. Well, look, let's talk about your first. Let's talk about the first TV show you did. Obviously, The Traitors is the show we're going to be talking about. And it was a show that was brand new. No one knew what it was. The application you'd have found on the BBC website, you'd have applied for it. What got you going, do you know what? I fancy doing some TV now. Now is my time to be on TV. Regardless of what show it was, just why for you, Amanda, did you want to be on TV? Um, I think, well, I seen the advert. I was only on Facebook at the time. So it was on that sort of portal. I seen it. And I thought, well, it didn't have any. I thought, oh, this sounds interesting. Would you like to be on TV? I'd never done any drama. I'd done two little pantomimes in the local rugby club to to uh, raise some money. Never thought about any drama or acting or, or, you know, that sort of way. And I just thought, well, this would be interesting. One, to see for a start, if you could, form alliances and relationships with these strangers. It sounded a very intriguing game. And being 30 years an estate agent, I thought, well, I can flower things up a bit if I need to. So, yeah, I thought, well, let's just go for it. I didn't think for one moment I'd get through. I really didn't think for one moment I'd get through. And then as the interviews went on, because it was quite intense interviews, which it should be, uh, to make sure that you are the right person to go on there. My twins kept, they were all for it. They said, oh, go for it, mum. But my eldest three were a bit like, oh, no, if you get offered it, you're not going to go on TV, mum. Why are you going to go on TV at 54? And I just said, too right, I'm going to go on TV at 54. So that was it. It just sort of happened. And, and I honestly didn't think from the moment... That because we didn't really know the game then either. We were we were told a bit about the the concept of it, which sounded great. But obviously, the second people that applied know know what they're going into really. So yeah, it was just an adventure. It was an adventure I really wanted to go on. The second round of people for the next season, season two, or not, they're getting themselves in for the BBC. Have already put a tag on that, saying, "You think you know how to play the game? You don't know anything." Um, I suppose the question is. What does that mean to you? And how do you think the game will be different this time around? I think they, they have changed quite a bit of it. So I don't know in which way, which way they could change it. But I've heard on the grapevine, it is as good as the first series. So I can't personally, I can't personally wait to watch it. Well, I think also when it's a TV show like that, ditto to Big Brother coming back this year, of... It's got so many people watching it and eyes watching what's going to happen from a production point of view. The bar is really raised because this is a franchise and the traitors get shown all around the world. They can't let it go. And same with Big Brother moving to ITV. There was such a high expectation of what it would be. And I think this year's Big Brother's been brilliant of going, we've got to take this above and beyond. And I think that's exactly what they'll do because they don't want the ratings to fall off. The ratings were so good last year, but a lot of them were non-linear coming from the iPlayer because people were binging it from word of mouth. Whereas this year, they need people to almost have bums on seats. And we want to see that spike on BBC One twice a week when people are actually watching it. And so I think it's going to be incredible and even better than the first one, if that's okay to say. No, I think so. Because at the end of the day, we all do think we know how to play the game now. So it's going to be so interesting to see 
the different dynamics and the different ways you can play it, the different adventure you can go on in there. And I honestly, I truly hope it sort of blows last year out to the water because I just want to say I've always been part of this iconic show. There's a new book, The Traitors, the interactive game book is out yes. right now. Uh, the only way to describe it is if you ever grew up reading the Goosebumps books, it's basically like that. So you start on page one, but then you jump to page 300, back to page 50, back to page 600, and you play your own game. And I didn't know how this would work, but it's so good. And um, I was rubbish at it. I was absolutely rubbish. But for those who haven't had a chance to read it yet, tell me in your words what the book is. Honestly, it's a little pocket of, it's a little genius gem. That's the only way I can put it. I was totally immersed. You know, you go into it, you meet your characters that are in there, you're in day one, you're outside the castle, the description of the castle totally takes you there, and then you're asked by the host, what would you do in a certain situation, and from that decision you make, it's exactly like the game, it takes you on your adventure, and within it, it's great because there is more than 20 games within it, so um, the missions and other little games you can play. I I just think it's it's a fabulous family book. But you know, if you if you love the traitors and you love playing, you want to be a traitor or faithful, love playing the game on your own, absolutely get it. It's fantastic. Well, the genius gem, the Traitors Interactive Gamebook is out to buy now. The Traitors is coming back to BBC One and the BBC iPlayer very soon. And my absolute thanks to Amanda Lovett there on Sakinianska, talking about her journey to get to being a traitor. She'll always be a faithful to me. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Sakinianska, if you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button and that bell so you get notified every time there's a new episode out on a Monday and a Friday. And if you're listening on Apple Music or Spotify, click that subscribe button, leave a five-star rating and a review. And let's keep spreading the word. It's okay to not be okay. On social media on tiktok at johnny seafoot 92 is where i put all the teasers of previous episodes out on twitter at johnny seafoot and on instagram at johnny seafoot at skinny podcast let's keep spreading the word it's okay to not be okay until next time i'm johnny seafoot thank you and goodbye When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 